0: Space, the final frontier. It's always been a fascination for us. Joining us to talk about what to watch for up in the stars for 2024 is our friend Orbax, production specialist for physics education content in the Department of Physics at the University of Guelph. Hi, Orbax. Thanks for joining us again.
1: Good morning. How are you this morning?
0: Excellent. Appreciate your time. We started the show off this morning. I was talking about a a Vancouver woman whose remains are going to go up into outer space. She was a huge Star Trek fan. So this is what her family has done with her ashes. (laughs) We are always and have been fascinated by outer space. What is it about it? It's just because we don't we just don't know.
1: Well, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, one of these—it's one of these things. My, my primary goal is to get people interested in science, uh, not necessarily even to teach them, just to get them excited and to think about it and to kind of think about new things. And I, I think it'd be—it'd be difficult to find somebody who hasn't just looked up and wondered what's going on mm. out there. I think it, it's just in some for some reason the. the trying to understand what's going on beyond our clouds unifies people right across the globe in a way that that really nothing else does
0: so true so let's talk about space tourism that was sort of the the thing that made headlines in 2023 what do you anticipate will it be more of the same or what what will be the big thing in outer space for 2024
1: well, I mean, I think the big, the big thing in, in terms of space tourism and getting people up there, one of the biggest news stories, I guess, of 2023 was this idea of the Artemis uh, project. So this idea that NASA, along with the Canadian Space Agency and the European Space Agency and a couple of other collaborators, are trying to build a base on the surface of the moon. And 2024, we'll actually see a Canadian astronaut... Go past Earth orbit for the first time ever. We haven't been back to the moon since 1972, and a Canadian has never flown to the moon. And 2024, we'll have a uh, Canadian space agency astronaut, Jeremy Henson, will actually be the first Canadian to do a lunar flyby.
0: It is going to be pretty fascinating. And we've been fascinated since that, that news was announced about Jeremy. I mean, we've, you know, we've talked about it. People are fascinated by it. Is it, is it going to the planets? Is it the, outer, the concept of outer space itself? You know, what, what do you hear do you, when you're at, at the university? Are the kids just fascinated in whatever might be out there? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's endless
1: possibilities, right? I mean, fundamentally, I think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who honestly believes that Earth is the only location mm-hmm. of some kind of life in the entire universe. And I mean, if anything, I think humanity as a species has proven how lonely we are. We're we're constantly looking for for anything else out there, for signals, for life of any kind, for just 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 to find answers to these questions as to why we seem to be the only ones who are around.
0: And that seemed, uh, you know, kind of a little bit in the news in 2023. Do you, do you anticipate more of that with UFOs or UAPs, you know, hearing more about unidentified crafts visiting Earth? Is that something we can anticipate in 2024, do you think?
1: <laughs> well, you know, every time I look up, I can't understand half the things that I'm seeing up there. So <laughs> in terms of them being unidentified, I mean, I think it all falls under that umbrella. But uh, <laughs> but here's another thing that that's an interesting idea with that stuff is that, you know, we're living in an unprecedented in a time where every single person, more or less, has a camera on them at all times. Um, So you know you you hear a lot about this idea of citizen science and this idea that that just average people can contribute to scientific endeavors by collecting data of some kind, and I think we'll see more of that. We'll see more videos, we'll see more photos, we'll see all types of, of, of people getting involved with just this pursuit of finding out what's going on.
0: The James Webb Telescope, that was also sort of a a good conversation piece for 2023, more of the same. What is it about the James Webb that that fascinates people so much?
1: Well, the James James Webb is is sitting at a location right now where it can see further into the universe than we've ever been able to see before. And not only does it see further, but it sees farther back in time, right? Um, the images that are coming to us are, are are so far away and so distant that the light that's traveling towards that telescope, in some cases, is light that's billions of years old. I often tell people it's kind of like, you know, if you had somebody in Grand Prairie bring you the newspaper and walk it down to you where you are now, you know, it might take them two or three weeks or a month to get it to you. The, that newspaper would be out of date by that amount of time. So it's like looking at a snapshot of the past, and the James Webb is giving us insight into how our universe formed and potentially where we're going. Uh,
0: I wanted to talk to you as well about any celestial events that we should keep oh yeah, an eye yeah. out for. I know uh, we we have a very a very rare total solar eclipse scheduled for 2024 that we'll be able to see from Canada
1: well i do you don't oh, the, uh, wait. <laughs> in in the uh, so that is so that's the big the big news this year in in my area here in uh, eastern ontario the guelph hamilton niagara falls region is that we will be able to view a full solar eclipse the last one was in 2017 our next one won't be till 2024 and here in guelph we're going to get 99% coverage in oh, niagara wow. falls you'll get totality so it'll be completely the sun will be completely obscured um for you, you're gonna get about forty percent coverage. So that's that's pretty impressive. And it'll be enough that you'll be able to see sort of like a bite shape being taken out of the sun uh during uh when, when it happens. April eighth, I believe totality for you is gonna be just afternoon. So about twelve forty three, you're gonna be able to see thirty-seven percent of that that sun being covered. Um But don't despair. You actually have a 90% coverage uh, eclipse coming up in 2029. So if you miss out on April 8th, you're going to have an even bigger and better one coming on 2029. And I'm not going to be able to see that one because it's going to be at – Ten o'clock, I think in the morning for you, and our sun won't even be up at that point, so good,
0: good. we're sick of Ontario getting all the good stuff
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely you and you just miss it the swath the path of this total eclipse cuts right into the middle of America and goes into Arizona, um, so it just kind of cuts across uh from the east coast of Canada straight across the southern belt here, and then down into the united states but that's that's going to be the, the 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 big thing, and you know the eclipse its it's one of these things where They they happen in our lifetimes, and it's so dependent on the weather. Anything Mm -hmm. about stargazing, anything about looking up in the sky so dependent on clouds. I mean, there was an annular eclipse. I was out in British Columbia during the annular eclipse in October, and we just got to see it for about 30 seconds to a minute. But, you know, fundamentally, to me... All this is about is about getting people talking about science, getting people talking about critical thinking, getting people interested in exploring and finding out what's going on in the world around them and taking their eyes off their phones for about five seconds to even just look up.
0: Yeah, love that for sure. <laughs> you know, This summer I took my kids out to, you know, got them outside of the city. We ha- had a friend with mm-hmm. a pickup truck, lay down in the back of the pickup truck and just stared Orgy. at the sky and all the beautiful things that you see. Mm. And when you take that time, you you just, you realize, boy, we are just so tiny in this I know. I I always
1: say to people, you know, there's two ways to look at it. One is is about how insignificant we are, and in some ways that might make people sad. But another way to look at it is how insignificant we are and how insignificant our problems are compared to the greater universe that's out there. We're just one tiny part. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, until, you know, we can kind of band together as a species and say, look— you know, maybe some of the problems we're having aren't all that important. And maybe we should live peacefully together. Only then will we actually be able to kind of continue and push further.
0: Ain't that the truth for sure. Um, so for you, Orbax, what are you looking for in 2024? What are you, are you, are you excited about?
1: Uh, see, my whole thing, this last year, I kept telling people about meteor showers, and I kept telling them to go outside and take a look at meteor showers, and every time I went out to look at meteor showers, it was cloudy. <laughs> so this year, I'm lining up my best meteor showers, and I'm hoping to get out there and see them. Uh, the two best ones of the year are in December and in August, so we just came through the Geminids. Um, usually, usually, these meteor showers are named after kind of the constellation in the sky where you might see the most of them so gemini in december and in august the Perseids uh uh around perseus um but you can see them anywhere in the sky but those are your two big ones and i mean by big i mean like upwards of a hundred or more shooting stars an hour um So we were lucky. The wife and I got to go lay out in the backyard and take a look up. And we got to see like three or four before we got too cold to come inside Mm. a few weeks ago. Um, But my goal this year is to try to get out somewhere that's a little bit away from the light pollution of the city and to actually catch more meteor showers.
0: Love it. We should all be uh, putting that on our calendars and do something just relaxed, cool, and look up at the great beyond. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Happy New Year to you.
1: Take care. Thanks. Have a fantastic day. You too.
0: Orbax production specialist for physics education content in the Department of Physics at the University of Guelph.